The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. This has been a week of really wonky, wobbly, weird energy, and so I'm absolutely delighted to have Alea Dow with us today to help us navigate our way through these energies, which seem to be pulling us and pushing us in all sorts of of directions. And Alea not only feels these energies, but she also has the ability to help us uh, experience them, manage them, and, and benefit from these incredibly powerful energies that are coming through. One of my uh, astrological friends, Joseph Mark Cohen, who's been doing astrology for over 30 years, said that the energies on Monday, where we had uh, the conclusion of which was the, the blood full moon lunar eclipse in the early hours of Tuesday morning, that, that the astrological aspects on Monday uh, there were more aspects between the planets than he had ever seen on any other one single day. And being out and, out, out and about around town, I could certainly experience and feel these energies pulling and pushing in all directions and people really having the blinkers on in their own world and, and, and not necessarily coping very well with it. So, Alea, welcome to the show and thank you for coming to shed some light on this, uh, this time that we're going through right now. Thank you so much, Peter. It's an honor to be here. So let's actually begin because you, you had a, a, a significant sort of enlightenment experience. So just uh, let our listeners know how this journey really opened up for you. In 2001, I was actually lying on a sound table and had an enlightenment experience. But prior to that, I had been exploring the world of alternative medicine. At the age of 20, I'd become a massage therapist, a Reiki practitioner, had studied psychic clairvoyant work with a woman, and then went on to get my master's in oriental medicine. And so for 10 years, I had been immersed in the world of energy, alternative medicine, and had been kind of chomping at the bit, so to speak, for that big pop, that big shift that many of us yearn for. And it kind of came really in an unexpected way of lying on the sound table and literally within 30 seconds, my entire consciousness shifted, different memories, awareness, perceptions of the higher realms. And it took me three to four years to get my feet on the ground and figure out a way to navigate in this physical world with having the awareness of the higher realms. And it's funny, I talk to my clients about, they're like, I just want to have an enlightenment experience and access my <laughs> essence in, in like 30 seconds. And I'm like, okay, well, are you ready to like give up everything? <laughs> 
and take five years to integrate those those 30 seconds. So my motto now is gentle, slow evolution and um, use the energy that's coming onto the planet every day to help us shift, grow, evolve and move into a more self-aware, self-actualized state. So. so the good news in LA, I'm a water snake. It was, it was my years just finished uh, after 60 years. And so I'm one of those very slow learners. It just comes nice and steadily and slowly. I'm delighted to say it's lovely it's ta- spiritual it's maturity. Years. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so just just let our listeners know then in terms of now, now that you are mature in your understanding of the energies that are coming through and how you work with them, how, how does the uh, information, the awareness come through to you from, from the other realms? The way that I structure it so that I'm not constantly all day long getting barraged by energetic information because that actually did happen to me for several years and I got my adrenals got really fried and um, I got overwhelmed by the simplest task because I was in this constant deluge of information and over several years I figured out how to basically turn the radio station on and off and I record every day a meditation and what I do is I take that time before the recording to essentially bring my awareness using my energy self up to what I call my 50,000 foot perch. And I'm sitting on this little perch 50,000 feet above the planet looking at the energy that the planet is going to be traveling into or that it is currently experiencing. And it's kind of um, sometimes they come in images, sometimes it's a color, a texture, a feeling, an emotion, almost like a hologram of information that has a consciousness, a lesson, the challenges, the solution. And so when I get that teeny tiny little nanosecond of doubt that has, you know, then my greatest challenge is how do I take that nanosecond of information that has so much packed into it and condense it down to a seven-minute meditation that can really help people use the energy that's coming onto the planet that we're experiencing astrologically, emotionally, consciously, unconsciously to help them spiritually grow and evolve. So that's kind of how I, how I describe what I do. So, looking down from the 50,000-foot perch, <laughs> what, what are you seeing right now? <laughs> Help us out. Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm seeing this really beautiful fabric. It's this fabric of, of light. And it's incredibly coherent. There's this beautiful balance and harmony and calm, connected tone. And then when I see that carpet that's or fabric that's being kind of laid over the planet or coming around the planet, I see this very um, discordant, congested, sticky, icky, dark fabric that's dissolving. So this white fabric kind of comes onto the planet and dissolves this lower vibrational fabric. And the higher vibrational fabric that we are being embraced by and will be embraced by over the next two to three years that is going to drastically shift our consciousness has this lovely coherence to it, this lovely connected reality. And this morning when I was tuning into the energy and connecting in with my guides and the nature kingdom, we were having a little chat and I was given information that people that are living their lives and 
and they start to do something or act in a certain way towards another person or act in a certain way towards themselves, if it's not coherent, if it's not connected, if it's not from a place of love and integrity, that energy, that behavior, that way of being is going to become more and more uncomfortable. So that eventually that level of discomfort will be the motivator for the shift and the change. A lot of the times we don't shift and change because we're comfortable in what we're in. But if we get so uncomfortable in what we're in, then we're motivated to change. And then we will embrace this higher vibrational fabric. So the work that people can really be doing is the moment you start to experience anxiety, upset, frustration, anger, any emotion that is discordant, it pulls you out of your lovely centered still Zen space. You would want to ask yourself, how could I be that it is more coherent, more connected, more um, in integrity? And we start moving into that energy and there's this beautiful, again, fabric supporting us and moving into greater states of coherence. So that's my little short, short snippet overview of what I see that's happening on the planet right now. So one of the big questions is why why is it that that we as as human beings don't actually treat each other well? What what what's causing that uh, behavior? I think a lot of souls um, at this point in time in their evolution have not yet mastered self love, self respect and the conscious connection of the divine within them. And so if I don't have self-love, it's going to be really hard for me to authentically, truly love another person. If I don't respect myself, it's going to be really hard for me to respect another person. If I'm not patient with myself, it's going to be nearly impossible to be patient with another. So I think that a lot of the behavior that we see happening in the world are simply people that don't, they have not yet spent the time acquiring these very particular qualities inside themselves, which means it's impossible to do it for another and it's impossible to do it for the planet until they have that inside themselves and and a number of people that that i work with certainly would say that they thought that they had done that uh, inner work and yet there seems to be another layer below that i would respond to them and say to the degree of an ascended master little one that's what my guides say to me. But I thought I mastered self-love <laughs> to the degree of an ascended master, little one, Alea. <laughs> right. Back to the drawing board. Let's go get more. And going back to the drawing board, obviously what we really want to do is, is get to the, the root cause of the suffering. So how do you help people to do that? Well, it really depends on, you know, what the suffering is. I think of every single challenge and every single moment of suffering as simply a doorway to move into a more evolved way of being. So if we look at our greatest challenges as the greatest pearl, we just haven't unpacked it yet. Um, We ask ourselves, what need is being met by that challenge, by that behavior? So... If somebody is in a place of um, fear of rejection, that people are going to abandon them and reject them, the opposite of that energy or the solution is to be embraced, to be totally received, to be fully connected. So therefore, what we're doing is we're actually projecting our internal fear or internal reality of where we're rejecting our own essence out onto the world, onto our life, onto our relationships. And the work is to really bring ourselves back into that place of the divine connection and open up to receiving the essence. And I have actually a very specific protocol of working with three different energies and the energy fields to get that to happen that we can dive into at some point. And and what and what 
changes do you see in people when you go into that process? The angelic choir sings, they cry and they shift their behavior within 30 seconds or less. It's oh, wow. really lovely. Yeah. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all about efficiency and making sure that the tools that I'm using for myself actually work. Um, I'm a little bit of a hedonist. I like to be comfortable. And when there is a discordant energy within me or around me, I want to use it for my own spiritual growth and evolution and, and use it to access a higher frequency quickly and efficiently. So you go straight to the, the heart of the matter and, and, and you use sound in doing that, don't you? I use sound and I also use energetic protocols of really speaking to people's higher self, the energy aspect of their body. I call that the body, Deva's higher self. And then we also have a team of beings that surround us that affect our reality. And so it's the team's higher self. And the, the protocol essentially goes your higher self. We invite your higher self, your body, Deva's higher self, your team's higher self to work with the energetic fields and the guides to retrieve all responsibility for connecting with your essence off of everyone and everything and back to your own divine line. And then we sit like a bump on a log and we wait for that vibrational aspect of us in the higher realms to do that work. And our higher self does it. We don't know how, it just vibrationally knows how when we make the appropriate request to the appropriate energy and then we start feeling a shift inside ourselves because it's shifting the energy fields, which then in turn shifts the consciousness, the behaviors, the reaction, sometimes even the body. So there can be pretty deep and profound healing take place through this process, uh, physical, yeah. f- physical healing, I mean, as well as uh, emotional and energetic yeah, I've seen people shift. I mean, I remember one time I was working with a client. She lost, we were working on her body weight issues, and she lost seven pounds in one session. Oh, wow. In the session? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Amazing. She w- yeah. walked out and weighed herself. She's like, oh, I'm seven pounds lighter. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of this weight is, is, is actually holding on energetically to something. Yeah, can be. Yeah. So, Alaya, we're actually coming up to our first break, and we'll take a break now. We'll return with Alaya Dow. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Are you dealing with a personal loss in your life? It can be just about anything, such as the loss of a partner through death or separation, something significant of value to you, the loss of a pet, or maybe something is missing in your health or wealth. Tune in to Healing from Loss with Brenda B. Host Brenda Blindenbaugh and co-host Monique McDonald are here to help you transform the loss in your life from pain to joy and move forward. Listen live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tan. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertung.com, to get all of the information, our newsletters, the main articles, and all the work we've done with the Landscape Zodiac, and all of the radio shows archived. And if you would like to engage in our live meditations, uh, please feel free to go to petertung.com and click on the events page. Uh, next week, uh, we are going to be down in New Mexico for the Grand Cross Alignment and plan to do a, a meditation while we're down there, which will become available the day after on Thursday, April 24th. So if you're interested in getting that meditation as an MP3 download, please go to pittertongue.com and the events link. And we'll be talking with uh, Alea Dow a little bit later about the, the Grand Cross. But uh, part of the title for this show, Alea, was uh, Cups of Consciousness. And I'd love you to explain to our listeners what that means. Indeed. A couple of years ago, after working with clients for, you know, 20 years, at a certain point in my practice, I was getting 10 to, five, 10 to 15 phone calls a week of people wanting a quick little fix or a little emergency help. And I kept wondering to myself, how can I create tools that people can utilize so that they don't need me, you know, that they learn how to navigate the world from a from an energetically conscious place, from a greater degree of empowerment, um, self-empowerment. And I pondered this question for about three years pretty intensely. And on my way during a drive, I was dr- driving up from San Diego, I heard my guides say, daily cups, daily, daily meditations is what they said. And I said, daily meditations, what, I should meditate more? <laughs> And they said, no, record daily meditations. And in my one-on-one sessions, I'll bring in these little energetic protocol calls, pearls, ways of looking at life, holding our energy in a more connected way. And then after that protocol, it's gone. It's lost forever. And granted, the person that I was with got the asset. Um, And so I started keeping track of these really great protocols that came through in the sessions and would record them as little meditations. So there's little five to seven minute meditations that I started delivering to subscribers every weekday. And then after doing that for a few years, that evolved in addition to the the cups of consciousness, which are hour long live video energy balancing sessions. So now I'm basically offering the daily meditations, which are five to seven minute audio files delivered via email, five days a week, one time a week, three times a week, whatever you want. And then every three weeks, I do an hour long live video balancing session on the internet and the phone and then record it via audio and video. And then people can watch it later or during the live or multiple times because usually in a session or in a meditation there's several layers you could listen to it three times five times to help it really anchor into the energetic fields and they're called cups of consciousness and there are seven cups there are seven cups for the free trial week but right now i have um 1132 meditations cups of consciousness online oh wow 
which are five to seven minute meditations. And then in the cups of consciousness, I basically created a, a formula of seven concepts that can help us move into greater degrees of empowerment, connection, understand why our lives the way why our lives are the way that they are and how to change them using our energy fields, using our higher self, using the team that surrounds us, how we can take greater personal responsibility for our life, how we can tap into the consciousness of our body, which I call the body deva nature spirit how we have our own spiritual gifts, wisdom, and mastery that we've spent lifetimes acquiring, and how to utilize those to support ourselves and move ourselves into greater service. And so, uh, from your perspective, why is it important for people to do these daily meditations? What, 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 what is really important behind that? I really think it's more of a, um, a weather map an energetic weather map. So when we wake up in the morning, we look out in the sky and we wonder what are we going to wear when we go out? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it rainy? Is it dry? And so those daily cups are really tuned into, they're timely, but they're timeless. And they're tuned into how can we every single day wake up in the morning and say, I want to embody a higher consciousness, a more evolved way of being, a more connected way of being. How can I move from my essence to a greater degree so that I acquire greater self-love? And then have the capacity to model that in the world. So it's really angled at how can we be the best human we can be while we're here in this world and get the most out of our life so that when we're on the other side reflecting upon this amazing adventure, we made the most of it. We utilized the tools that were here for us. We actualized our highest vibrational divine plan. Now, obviously, in helping people, there's all sorts of uh, in specific examples we could talk about in terms of where people are on their journey. But I know uh, a lot of people who are on the spiritual path uh, right now are doing it very much alone. And I know one of the things you talk about is how to help people attract in that partner that's going to really be the, the, the wonderful, intimate relationship that, that we all seek. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, I think that, that being on the spiritual path, you are a bit alone because you're no longer part of that group mass consciousness, which is great because then you're not tapped into the fear, the lack, the anger, the frustration, using these lower vibrations to navigate. But because you're not part of that group, then there is this sense of we're at the head of the crowd, we're at the head of the wave, and that's not doesn't make us better, but it definitely can create an isolation feeling. And for myself, when I went through that enlightenment experience and then started feeling that craving, for a beloved partner, I actually gave myself permission to go on a quest to find my beloved partner. And um, it took me about two years. Um, I think six months into it, I really dug my heels in and, and dove in and went for it. Didn't dug, dig my heels in, but I went for it. And I used the higher realms. I used my higher self. I used my guides. I used my connection with the nature kingdom at a higher level to find that beloved partner. And so I actually have a four-hour video series that talks about all of the tools that I used for people to find their beloved partner. I think it's bringing in the beloved and also finding appropriate community. I ended up moving to Santa Barbara and I didn't know anybody. And so what I did was I invited my higher self to start connecting in with the nature spirits of that region. I invited my higher self to start connecting in with my beloved partner. And so when we start to use these higher vibrational realms, our higher selves, to access very particular vibrations, connections, and relationships, it then starts to reflect here into this physical world. 
So often we get really attached to doing in the physical realm. And I'm going to invite people to start doing in the higher realms, using their higher self, this amazing resource to start shifting their physical reality. So when your partner did show up in the physical, did you know immediately? I did. Ah. He didn't. <laughs> We're a bit I slow, gave him you know. a little, little time <laughs> to remember, but some part of him remembered. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. And then the other question I wanted to ask you, because it's 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 also one of the challenges of being on the spiritual path. But again, a, a number of people that, that I know well are, are doing wonderful work in this area, but are financially still on the edge of, of being able to survive. And how do we help them? That would be the the sixth concept of the of the cups of consciousness, and the sixth concept speaks to the idea that we have spiritual gifts, wisdom, mastery that we have spent thousands of years, thousands of lives acquiring, and it's a very particular or combination of very particular vibrations. And when we've been called to service, to be a healer, to be a teacher, to help, to serve, to educate, we so want to help people. We then get attached to helping people. We get attached to them changing. And when we get attached and desire for them to change, to awaken, to move into a more connected way of being, a more peaceful way of being, that moment of attachment and desire that we place on another person, we then take responsibility for their journey. Then we put all of our gifts, our wisdom, and our mastery on them. Then we empathically feel their whole kit and caboodle start processing their karma, their issues, their lessons. We're no, lo- no longer walking in our own moccasins. And we start to become impoverished financially, physically, and emotionally. And so if, if people are of service, they do want to help. The very first step, which sounds like heresy in this society, is to lift all of our desire and our attachment for shifting and changing and transforming and supporting other people and back to our own selves, back to our own core. Same for our body and our team. There's this sacred trinity that affects our reality. And as we lift that attachment and that desire off of changing and transforming other people, then we would want to release the responsibility for changing and transforming another person. Let them be responsible for their own change, their own transformation, their own support at at a vibrational energetic level. And then we would want to hold full responsibility for supporting our own selves. And that then positively starts to impact the bank account. Then we pull all of our gifts, our wisdom, and our mastery off of others and back on our own selves. That, too, then starts to positively impact the bank account, the relationships, the body, all of our support structures. And then we start modeling the solution in our own energetic fields to those that we are wanting to help shift and evolve. So it's one of the challenges of being an empath is is having that inner awareness of someone else's uh, situation and feelings, but not taking that on ourselves. Right. The moment we feel empathic sensitivity, that is the indicator that our soul, our body, our team has information for that individual that we're feeling, whether we know who it is or not. And so the moment we feel that empathic sensation, we can invite the higher self, the body of his higher self, the team's higher self to use the energetic fields to send the appropriate energetic information to whomever we're feeling, as well as any responsibility that we may have consciously or unconsciously taken. So we send the info, we release the responsibility, and then we can just silently ask to model the solution for whatever their challenge is in our own selves energetically. And and our mind might not have a clue as to what this is. The energy self knows. 
So it actually, in some ways, it makes it less easier, doesn't it? Oh, it makes it a thousand times easier. <laughs> the moment the moment you you feel the empathic sensitivity, it's like, oh God, compassion. That person's really in a tight punch, pinch. The anxiety, the anger, the upset, and they don't even have the tools to shift it. Oh God. Well, I've got some info. I'll send them the info, model the solution, bring my lovely, warm, calm blanket around myself and hold compassion for them to be in whatever they need to be in. That's their journey. Wow. Thank you, Elaine. That's, that, that, that's a little talk you've just given for many, many people that I know will be incredibly helpful to, to help them on their journey uh, of helping others, but at the same time being in abundance themselves. So thank you so much for that. You're so welcome. There's there's one more piece that really helped me shift it, and that was when um, I had the assumption that I knew what was right for somebody, or I thought that I could take their pain, their suffering, and shift it and change it and transform it. What I wasn't doing was seeing their soul's wisdom, determination, and courage and relentlessness to shift, grow, and evolve using whatever mechanisms they can get their hands on. The moment that I saw their courage and their deep soul wisdom even if they were looking like a buffoon in the outer world, I dropped any desire to change their reality, any responsibility for changing their reality, and instead felt very motivated to send them information and hold just a safe container for them to be in whatever they, they're in. Because the moment we take responsibility and we take that pain and suffering from that person, they're going to go collect more. They have to go shopping. Like, I just stole. (laughs) And emotion, challenges, upset, karma, that is fuel for growth transformation. Now, we can use that fuel however we want to. But if we're using our own fuel, our own upset, our own challenges in a really efficient, empowering way, then we stop spinning out and exploding. We start going up the hill in the direction in which we're intending. Great. Thank you so much. We'll go to our second break. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. I just want to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors for this series of shows, Sherry Chase of Chase International Real Estate Company from beautiful Lake Tahoe and Reno, Nevada, and also to thank uh, my producer, Brandy Jackson, and the engineers who always do a phenomenal job on this show, uh, never have any problems, goes without a, a glitch. Uh, Matt is our regular noon on a Wednesday engineer. I just thank the team at Voice America for providing the opportunity for me to bring such great guests to you, the listeners, so that you can get a clearer understanding and energetic uh, awareness of what is taking place on the planet at this time and how you can be part of this phenomenal grand awakening taking place. And Alea Dow is with me today, and Alea has been on the show before, and I remember the last time you were on Alea, we talked a little bit about the, your connection to the whales and dolphins, so just fill our listeners in on that connection. Yeah, they actually started visiting me about six months after my enlightenment experience in dream time, so every night for about four years, I would have dreams with the dolphins and the whales swimming around me, singing to me, sending me information, teaching me. And after about a year and a half of this happening in dream time, I was told in dream by the dolphins and the whales to move. And I said, move where? And they said, west. So I jumped in my car 10 days later and drove west and ended up in the cute little town of Santa Barbara that has a statue of two dolphins jumping at the end of State Street, the main main street. And I got a kayak and um, was staying at a little place and every night would have a dream where the dolphins would actually come to me in my dream time and tell me what time to meet them and what beach, where to meet them. And so I would wake up in the morning and I would have my kayak on my car and I would drive to the the appropriate beach at the appointed time and there they would be. And I would jump in my kayak and I would paddle out to them and they'd swim around me and we would open up telepathic communication and they would start talking to me about how to make very specific tones that could help me shift my consciousness and then eventually help me shift other people's consciousness with those sounds. And they showed me how to spin the sounds around different chakras, different vertebra to get a different effect, how to make multidimensional sound. And so it was a two-year process of me basically showing up at the at the appropriate beach at the appropriate time and getting a half an hour to an hour long voice sound healing lesson by the dolphins. So that was the, the beginning. Wow. And and so you then incorporated those sounds and tones obviously in your work and, and how does that how does that work? What happens to people? I do, and it it is a pretty profound shift. I do that in the in the daily meditations and also in my in person sessions with people where I'll bring in an energetic protocol and then in that energetic protocol there are tones. And I will listen for those tones and then start eliciting those tones with my voice and Usually, the energy shifts. If it doesn't, there's another layer that needs to be addressed um, 
in the higher realms and perhaps in the physical realm. And sometimes people will tone along with me, especially in the daily cups, people will tone along in their own space. And sound has this amazing ability to relay so much information in such a short, condensed little nugget. I also think of sound as a multidimensional experience where the sound travels between dimensions and shifts us in the higher realms, in these higher dimensions, and then is reflected into the physical dimension. It's a very unique tool and skill to utilize to help us shift our consciousness and manifest our intentions. So again, when you're in a, a powerful, say, sacred site or vortex on the planet and you start making those tones, then you're making this multidimensional connection through the, well, being anywhere actually, but, but when you're in a very powerful spot, you get those uh, very powerful connections. Yeah, the portal points that you're talking about, vortexes, when I actually go into a vortex or a portal spot on the planet in the physical dimension, I will actually hear the sounds that will activate that portal or that vortex or clean it, clear it, recalibrate it, move it to a higher frequency. Um, I might even hear the sounds that are happening in the higher realms that need to be brought into the physical dimension that then can help shift that region at a vibrational level in the in a lower plane. Wow, fantastic. Yeah, so when you're down in New Mexico, wandering around, right? See if you can hear the sounds um, in those portal points, vortex points, and make make them. Okay, and that brings us uh, beautifully to talk about the Grand Cross. Uh, we're going to be uh, down at Velez Caldera, which is this massive supervolcano with uh, an eight-pointed star that's already been ceremonially anchored in around the outside of the uh, of the the rim of the crater. Um, so I will definitely be tuning in to, to listen uh, closely, Alain. So mm-hmm. so I'll just uh, talk a bit about the Grand Cross from my perspective, and then you can look at it from that energetic high perch that you have to to, to add uh, add your piece to, to the puzzle. So essentially what, what I'm sensing is that we've come into this place beginning on the equinox where the, right now in, uh, in the 26,000-year cycle, the galactic uh, Grand Cross and the, and the physical Earth Grand Cross are perfectly aligned. So this uh, equinox uh, in first impulse uh, at the beginning of, uh, of, of, of whatever it was, about the 20th of March of this new astrological year. And then we had the new moon in Aries on the March the 30th, which really felt like it was the first impulse of this energy opening up. And then we had that incredible blood moon, the full moon lunar eclipse on Monday night, which I think gave us the opportunity to really let go of all the old dramas and all the old uh, stories and, and histories of, of uh, things that are no longer serving us and, and certainly from the old world, the old paradigm. And so moving into this grand cross where we've got these four planets positioned at exactly 90 degrees to each other, two obviously in opposition to each other, forming this absolutely perfect grand cross at 13 degrees in the cardinal signs, which is also important for the United States because 13 degrees of cancer where Jupiter is, is actually the solar birth chart of the United States. So whether you like it or not, people from the States, you're a really significant player in, in this in this situation. And the way that I'm seeing it uh, is somewhat differently than perhaps most, because for me there's no fear involved in this at all. It's, it's, I feel, just, just as LA has been talking about, that these very influential planets are actually holding this container for us, standing right in the center, and in one sense you can see or feel it as a push and a pull energy 
putting you in the four directions of your own individuality, your one-on-one relationships, your family, your home life, your career and workplace, pulling you in those directions. Or you can see it as a squeeze play to pop you out into a higher vibrational frequency to be able to look back down perhaps on the material world and see it for what it is and where it's placed in your world. And as Alea was saying earlier, for me, the key thing is to be this peace-loving presence at the center of this medicine wheel, this, this circle. And in, in being there, the opportunity to be in that place of peace and calm, whatever is, is playing out around you, what, whatever is happening in your life and, and, and in the world, is for you to maintain that. Because I, I personally believe it's a, this is a personal revolutionary journey. It's definitely revolution for change, and it's a love revolution, peace revolution from my perspective. But it's about each one of us taking our own personal um, initiative and using our intuition to place ourselves at the center of this wheel so that we then project out into the world this, this new opportunity for this loving vibration. So that's where I am, Alea, so carry on. I love that. That's such a great synopsis of everything. Um, And when I think about that Grand Cardinal Cross, it feels like the energy that we've been in for the first few months of 2014 has always almost been like an initiation. Our butts have gotten kicked, right? Everything's just come up to the surface and we've been shaken a bit. And there's also a little bit of a weariness that I feel with a lot of people that are light workers, energy workers. Because the energy has been so intense from my perspective since October of 2011, there's this weariness where we literally only have so much energy to move forward in a very particular way. We don't have the energy to take all of our baggage, all of our stuff. And so it's this lovely time to use that weariness or that soul fatigue to isolate the very particular vibrations that we really do want to be moving forward into and embodying three years from now, five years from now, ten years from now. When you don't have a whole lot of energy, you have to be very discerning about what you are using your energy for. And so as we move into this grand cardinal cross for the next ten days, It's this really perfect time to get really, really clear about what are the vibrations we want to embody inside ourselves. And when we get really clear of the internal vibrations, connection, support, empowerment, love, trust, flow, surrender to higher vibrations, we want to be very specific on the inner vibrations as opposed to I want a house, I want a lovely car, I want this, everything in the outer. I invite people to actually let go of their outer intentions and to focus primarily on what are the inner intentions that they want to anchor in internally in terms of the vibrations of consciousness that they want to hold. Because as we go through this Grand Cardinal Cross, whatever vibrational intentions we're holding inside ourselves is what we get launched into. We are getting launched down the gauntlet. And so what gauntlet are you going to pick? And um, that will affect us very intensely for the next two to three, possibly four years. So we're really choosing this path right now. We're at the beginning of it for the next two to three to four years. And if you think about the speed, the vibrational speed that we're going to be traveling in for the next several years, it's fast. It's intense. And I don't know if people have ever been on a roller coaster ride, but when you're on a roller coaster ride and you're going really, really fast, it's really hard to lift your arm up. It's really hard to empty your pockets. It's really hard to make 
shifts and changes. You just sort of get locked into this very specific position because of the intensity and the speed, and you're in it. And so we want to use, again, the next 10 days to set ourselves up so that when we get launched and that speed is super intense, we are in the position that we really are intending. So that's how we can use it more at a personal level. And again, I think I spoke about this a little bit earlier, but I think at a global level, the intolerance for lower frequencies, the hatred, the evil, the greed, the war, is going to become intolerable. And people are going to crave higher vibrations, which means major, major change. Because we do have dysfunctional patterns. We do have dysfunctional governments. We do have governments and people in power who are out of integrity. And there will be a lack of tolerance. And with that lack of tolerance, we will demand a change. So that's what I think that we're really moving into. And you can see that's already already beginning to happen, isn't it? You can already sense that people are yeah. have had enough, which is which is great. Right. Now, when we come back, Alea is going to lead us through a little meditation process. So, if anybody is driving at the moment, you may want to pull over during the break and get yourself set for a beautiful little opportunity to meditate with Alea Dow. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Much can be learned from the new children who embody a higher vibration and consciousness. However, the world we live in has not always been understanding of the gifts, differences, and awarenesses that they contribute. Listen for Journey with the New Children, Teens, and Adults, presented by Saturn Three Light Flyers. Each week, hosts Michael and Janice Bordway, along with their son and frequent guest host Tristan Bordway, share the discoveries of parenting and being one of the new children. It's an amazing journey. Join us Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. I have with me today Alea Dow. And Alea, just uh, let our listeners know how they can connect with your work and get the free week of uh, Daily Cups of Consciousness. 
People can go to the cups of it's cupsofconsciousness.com and they can get a free trial week to the daily cups. It's sort of a sampling of what the cups are like. And they can also get a free sample of an hour long televideo energy balancing session. That's the tall cups. It's more advanced healing, but that's on cupsofconsciousness.com or they can go to aleadao.com, A-L-E-Y-A. DAO.com to check out free meditations, my blog, conscious conversations, and a thousand meditations and more. And I'm going to suggest to our listeners that getting the free week of uh, daily cups of consciousness this next week would be the most wonderful thing you could do for yourself as a gift to prepare yourself for this uh, energy that's coming up uh, during the course of this next week. So it's, the timing is divine. And Alea, do you have any, any particular upcoming events or projects? Um, I actually just did an hour-long energy balancing session on Monday, and it was going into the chamber in the heart of Earth for a repatterning, a reprogramming, greater support, and really anchoring in those intentions. So that would be, it's actually a 45-minute audio or video that would really help people set up for the next 10 days. And if they do want to get the actual cups of the week, normally the free trial week is just the samples. It's not what's current. So people can email me off of layout.com or cups of consciousness and I'll put them in for a week and we'll, we'll consider that as their free week. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. So the cups of consciousness, that tall cups video session that I just did. And I do those every three weeks and the daily cups, those are really the, the most upcoming events and then on the next actual live energy balancing is may 5th at 7 p.m um and once a year i do a gathering in november just north of, of santa cruz but that's a little ways off yeah well lots got to happen between now and then indeed so so let me uh ask you to, to lead us through this meditation process and just set our listeners up appropriately and as i say anybody who's doing anything driving or any do, working uh, with any machinery or whatever, obviously you need to take a, a pause and a stop just for a very short time and, and allow yourself to receive this wonderful gift from Alea. And when I'm bringing in this meditation or energetic protocol, it's really important for the energy self to be listening. You actually don't have to be listening so much from your mind because I'm directly communicating with your higher self. Your higher self is only bringing in the vibrations that are appropriate for you. If it's not appropriate for you, you won't bring it in. And you'll only bring it in to the degree that serves you and supports you in a gentle way. Here we go. We call forth the Ascended Masters, your guides, your spiritual advisors, your spiritual family to gather now around you in this safe and sacred space. We invite your higher self, your body, Davis higher self to actively connect and engage with your own healing source, your own spiritual power, to connect with all aspects of your being. We call forth the appropriate sacred geometric healing holograms and mandals that have the capacity to support you from a place of clarity, discernment, empowerment, abundance, love, connection, and joy. We ask that these intentions are held in the energetic fields. We invite your higher self, your body, Davis Higher Self, and team to work with the energetic fields and the guides to energetically locate your soul's divine plan 
that holds your highest potential, your greatest service, your greatest happiness. And taking a deep breath into the belly, hold a gentle awareness that some vibrational part of you knows how to locate that divine plan that is filled with goodness, light, love. And in this time of incredible transformation, we invite those vibrational aspects of you, your body, and team to activate, implement, embrace, embody your soul's divine plan, learning, growing, evolving from a place of gentleness, connection, grace, and ease. Serving from a place of holding your gifts, your wisdom, your tools on you and modeling that in the world. Gently dissolving all karma that is not yours, all responsibilities that are not yours. Up and off of all systems, components, and levels of you, your body, your team. In the heart of earth, we invite your body, Deva, nature, spirit using its energy self to activate its divine plan for its own growth and evolution, of accessing a higher consciousness, of greater empowerment, greater support, greater love, and reflecting that vibration from that chamber in the heart of earth up to itself here in the physical realm. Your divine plan at the level of your higher self is reflected from the higher realms into the physical realm, into your energetic fields, your life, that there is a gentle collaboration, co-creation for you and your body as you spiritually shift, grow, and evolve. We invite your higher self, your body, Davis higher self and team to activate the vibration of connection, clarity, divine timing, abundance, support, soul empowerment in your divine line as you move in the day, sleep, dream and play. We ask that you're wrapped in sheets of rainbow light. Gently sealing these vibrations in, updating all of your reference points, all ways in which you perceive. We are in deep gratitude to the angelic realm that encircles you and models right energy to you in every breath, that assists you in accessing and activating your soul's intentions that support you from a place of gentleness, grace, love. As we go through the grand cardinal cross, let it be so. Oh. I'm just taking a couple of deep breaths here just to assimilate and integrate all of that beautiful energy. Thank you. You're welcome. So from your 50,000-foot perch and, and talking about this being a, a launching pad or a slingshot into uh, the future, have you been shown beyond the, the mentioned two, three years where this is taking us ultimately? I think that the body is actually going through a pretty major evolutionary process and that the frequency of the physical human form will increase 
and that we won't be required to express ourselves in the physical dimension, that the body, deva, nature, spirit, physical human form will start to experience realities, conscious realities in higher realms. And so that might be a thousand, two thousand years out. Um, but I really see the body deva as moving into a self-actualized, fully actualized uh, way of being. And that's part of Earth's evolutionary process as well. And so I just see this planet becoming more and more conscious, calling more and more conscious beings to it, and having a really collaborative, co-creative experience so that we don't have to use war, destruction, famine, drought, floods, tsunamis for spiritual growth and evolution. We become more um, refined in how we move forward. Leia, thank you so much for today. You've done a wonderful job of setting us up for this uh, this powerful time. And I really, really appreciate your abilities, your wisdom, and, and your wonderful way of expressing it. Thank you so much today. Thank you, Peter, and have safe travels. I will. Thank you so much. Wonderfully, my guest next week on April 23rd, which is the actual precise alignment of the Grand Cross, are Kelly Lashar and Perry Mills. And I, I didn't choose this deliberately, but as always, the show runs itself in consciousness and the title of the show is The Love Revolution, Our Road to Sovereignty. And I believe that is exactly what this Grand Cross is about and where we are going. So I hope you'll listen in to next week's show with uh, Kelly Lashar and Perry Mills. Uh, have a wonderful week. Uh, enjoy these really interesting and wild energies. A big thank you again to Alaya Dow. www.alayadow.com is her own website. Have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.